This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Don't miss the morning blaze with Doc and Skip. Coming up on the next program, your Friday leftovers. We'll also get to the audio file, the illegals who self-identify as citizens, the use of slang in America, and what one word describes your state. All of this and more on the next edition of The Morning Blaze. The Morning Blaze with Doc and Skip. Weekday mornings, 6 to 9 Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. Coming up on Pat and Stu. They're trying to figure out if she goes to jail. I've got to read that. I read about that because I where thought that do case they, was over. Him slash her. Well, first of all, Kate's not going to jail. Uh, Bruce is not going to jail. Yeah, no, Bruce, they're not going to put Bruce Kate in jail. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Oh, my gosh. No way. Pat and Stu. Weekdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, hello. Welcome to it. Nice to have you along for the ride. As I'm sitting here in the Mercury Studios, my uh, the Mercury Studios here in Dallas, Texas, at uh, 434, I believe we had an earthquake. And no, I didn't fall again. Ha, ha, ha. I got the joke. But I, it's the strangest thing to have everything around you, including yourself, shake. Just for that split second. I mean, it wasn't very long this morning. I've been through a couple here where you're sitting here, and I mean, it goes just through the whole building. Um, and the huge walls shake. I mean, it's not a surprise when buildings topple. When earthquake, when it's a powerful earthquake, but uh, the little ones are even more strange because everything just gives you that little, and everything shakes for just that, you know, just even two seconds, three seconds. It's just there, and it's it's the strangest feeling. Anyway, welcome to it. Nice to have you along for the ride. Where should we get started today? I mean, we can get to you things that you need to know, really. Um, CNN has announced the big, we got the big debates, uh, the GOP debates going on this coming week. Um, they announced who they're going to have at the big table. Uh, you pretty much know who's going to be there, right? Christy, Kasich, Fiorina, Walker, Bush, Carson, Cruz, Rubio, Huckabee, Paul, Trump. Those are the big ones. And then they have what they're calling their happy hour. Uh, which starts at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. And now they listed here uh, on their list uh, with, for the happy hour, uh, Texas Governor Rick Perry, uh, Rick Santorum, Bobby Jindal, uh, Lindsey Graham, and George Pataki. However, uh, we find out that Rick Perry says he's out. He's quitting. Everybody uh, was contemplating that, figuring he was out of money. Rick was trying to, for the past you know, couple weeks anyway, maybe a little bit longer, was saying that he's fine and the super PAC was going to, you know, had a bunch of cash and they were fine. I'm surprised he 
called it quits uh, yesterday rather than wait until see if he could get some generate some cash um, after the debate and generate you know some some fire but to no avail so Rick's out it's, I like Rick Perry although you know I listened to a clip uh, of his uh, speech in St. Louis where he uh, was saying he was out and uh, oh my gosh he sounded so much like George W. Bush and that's what Ted Cruz has going against him too is that it just just has that sound and you think it's george w all over again and it really just that's the only thing ted cruz has going against him for me is the voice and the inflection and ted isn't as bad as rick rick and w could be the same guy most of the time and i know it's just the way they sound it's weird and it's just it's just in my head i can't get by it so I was thinking that maybe Ted, to get over that, he just needs to bring his wife with him everywhere he goes. So at least you say, well, he's got a good-looking wife. I know he sounds like that, but uh, look at her. So that's my advice to the campaign for Ted Cruz. That's how deep my advice goes. Ted, you sound like George W. Bring the wife along so the people at least see you got a hot wife. All right, let's move on. <laughs> That's why I am. That's my uh, my campaign advice to Ted Cruz. And then, of course, uh, the big stories up on the blaze. We got Office Depot saying, uh, "Hey, we stick by our decision." Really, Office Depot standing by its refusal to print 500 anti-planned parenthood flyers. Hey, because the flyer is graphic and hate material. Yeah, uh, it persecutes those who support abortion rights, according to the company explanation obtained. Uh, and in a letter written by attorney Robert uh, Robert Emicone, Office Depot said the refusal had nothing to do with the women's religious beliefs. All right. So good luck, Office Depot. You probably should have just printed them. I mean, it's your right. It's your business. I got it. You're good to go. I'm all for you. No problem. But uh, he probably just should have printed them and moved on. Even if you had, you know, I, I would even say that it would be better if maybe one of your employees said, I can't do that. I can't print that. And then you could back your employee. But for the company to say, no, you know, we're not going to print those. Okay. Whatever you say. Whatever you say, office depot we've got so much uh to get to today one of my favorite stories for the week and it really started out to be a sad strange story which is why i started following it a couple here in texas uh were going to have a baby the the woman obviously was pregnant and she was from el salvador they're from here in the metroplex and the hubby is originally from uh, the united kingdom and they decide, hey, we want to have the baby in El Salvador, so that's where she's from, that's where her family is, we can go back there, we can have the baby in El Salvador, and then we'll, you know, we'll come back home to Dallas. And so they go there and to have the baby, and they have the baby, and then the baby that they get before they come back to the States is, uh, you know, a little bit darker skin than they are, and they feel kind of strange, like it's the, you know, not really, is this our kid? And the hospital assures them yes, and so they bring it home. The entire time, the lady is 
feeling like this really isn't my baby. I just can't get a grip on, you know, I love it. I want to love it. It's a little baby, but it's just doesn't feel like my baby. I just don't have that motherly instinct with this baby. And so they get a DNA test. And the DNA test comes back 100%. Neither one of you are the parents. So then they freak out, right? And, of course, the worst part of everything, it falls apart that now this hospital in El Salvador is selling babies. And it's trafficking little babies. They switched out their kids so that they could sell the the white baby. Uh, it's really all kinds of you know things happen, and the hospital is trying to say no, and they're trying to say you know the chain of command, the doctors, they wouldn't have the chance, and so they you know okay, and they try to figure out how many people had babies that day, and if they have the same if the same mothers have their baby, it looks okay on paper, and then after everything starts freaking out in the worst case scenario where everyone is thinking they're selling babies and the whole thing they start an investigation and uh no you know what it was just a mistake really yep it was just a mistake look at that we gave you the wrong baby and we gave another mother the wrong baby and darn it boy that was a really big mistake huh why don't you come back down to El Salvador and we'll swap out the babies and then you guys can sign this so that you don't can't really talk about it because it's for the good of the babies and the rights of the kids so that nobody really knows. Okay. So, good news, right? The end is here. I mean, the mother, uh, they got their baby. She said that she, if they could not have found uh their baby uh she would have raised this one uh they would have raised it and and loved it as best they could uh but it, you know obviously it wasn't their child but they got their baby back and everything's fine everything's happy right right i find it fascinating that you know maybe it was some of the bad stuff that was going on maybe they were trying to you know double cross the parents and they were trying to sell the, the the baby from the from the United States, uh, you know who knows, but they say no. They say it was just an honest mistake. But I find it fascinating that you know how many times do we talk about uh, you know the mother knew, mother knew that the child was in trouble. Uh, the mother always had an inkling that something was wrong and couldn't help her child. That, and we talk about and we talk about motherly instinct all the time, right? And how the nurturing of the mother, and how right from the very beginning, this mother was like, "I, you know, I love this little baby because it's a little baby, and who doesn't really love a little baby?" But this ain't my kid, okay? This ain't my kid, and I want my kid. I want my kid now. And they worked it out. Fantastic news. So if you, the moral of the story, I guess, is to you know have your kid. In another country, other than the United States, be sure you bring home the right kid, right? (laughs) Yes. Make sure you bring home the right kid. Oh, my gosh. We've got uh, so much to get to today. I've got so many great stories for you, and uh, it's really fascinating. I I was just, as a matter of fact, 
uh, just before we went on air, I saw a story on The Blaze that talked about uh, this quiz, this science knowledge. Only 6% of Americans could get all 12 of these science questions right. And I thought, ah, you know, I mean, it's a quiz, right? you got to take it. You're by yourself. And so if you miss all of them, you can still just be stupid on your own, right? And uh, maybe we'll take that quiz here in a little bit. I will say uh, that I got 11 of the 12. So I'm in the... I'm not even in the six percent of Americans that get all get all twelve right. I'm really mad. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find out. It tells me which one I uh, answered wrong. I got to go back and find out what question that was because, you know what, I think I got it right. Okay, and we're gonna find out exactly if they can prove to me that I got it wrong. Maybe the website's wrong. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you want to participate in the live broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. 1-888-900-3393. You can follow me on Twitter, at JeffyMRA. You can follow me uh, on Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. And uh, that's a brand new page for you. Go over there and like that page, Jeff Fisher Radio on Facebook. Be a part of the, be a part of the fun. And be a part of the fun at Jeffy MRA on Twitter. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you want to participate over the phone. If you're listening live, you can call the number anytime you want. But I might not be available on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. All right, let's go. I look on Twitter, and uh, I'm told that uh, many people uh, did not get all 12. Uh, At Caleb underscore Oliver said he got 11 out of 12, too, and he wants to know which one I missed. Wouldn't you like to know? Okay. There are 12 questions, and of course, some of them uh, you'll have to go to theblaze.com and uh, click on the story and take the quiz because you need to look at the picture. Uh, number one, uh, this picture shows an object in space that has an icy core with a tail of gas and dust that extends millions of miles. What is this? Okay. Which kind of waves are used to make and receive cell phone calls? This picture shows... Three layers of the earth. Which layer is the hottest? It depends on if you want to listen to Al Gore or not, but come on. Which of these is the main way that the ocean tides are created? What does a light year measure? Denver, Colorado is higher altitude than Los Angeles, California. Which of these statements is they want to know uh, water boils, lower or higher temperature? Uh, Which of these pictures best illustrates what happens when light passes through a magnifying glass? The loudness of sound is determined by what property of a sound wave? Which of the following statements best describes the data in the graph below? And the graph just has, uh, it's a two-sided, you know, obviously a two-sided graph. And one graph is uh, 
tooth decay in the other graph is uh, sugar intake, and you see the graph going up, 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 up. I don't know what it could mean. Which of these elements is needed to make nuclear energy and nuclear weapons? Which of these people developed the polio vaccine? They give you, you know, it's all, it's all, come on. Which of these terms defined as the study of how positions of stars and planets can influence human behavior? All right, so which one, you want to know which one I got wrong? Number four. Which of these pictures best illustrates what happens when light passes through a magnifying glass? Now, okay. All right. Now, I picked the wrong one out of four choices. And I I, I know better. I know better. I'm really mad at myself for missing that one. I should have gotten all 12. I'm kind of ticked, actually, at myself. But that's the quiz. All right, so you happy? I missed number four, the magnifying glass. Sorry. Okay. I'm in a I'm in a sad state of affairs. I scored better than eighty two percent of the public, below six percent, and the same as twelve percent. Okay, and they give you the outcome uh at the end. Actually I should have scored more because I believe that when I checked the age group, I was like, you know, plus eight hundred years old, so should be you know, better than a lot, according to those percentages. But there you have it, the science knowledge quiz on theblaze.com. Go ahead go ahead and take it yourself right there, okay? It's going to be a beautiful day. I was looking. You know, we live here in Dallas and Fort Worth. It's going to be beautiful today. It's supposed to be in the 85s. I'm looking forward to it. My daughter has her first soccer game today. I'm so fired up. I believe it. And so long since I've been out there on the soccer field, fired up. You know, my oldest boy... Uh, when he was my daughter's age, played soccer like crazy, and I was one of the coaches. And then my youngest boy, Maximus, uh, is he's not a sports guy. And so he's, you know, he's, in, he's a brainiac. And, he, you know, he's into scouts, and he's into, you know, we gotta we got to talk about movies, and he knows movie facts. And I mean, I, I love the kid. But he's not a sports kid. I mean, he wants to be because, you know, I love sports, but he's not really. He could give a flying crap. He's like his mother. You know, so oh well, no, whatever, it's fine. I love them, but you know, my daughter is now, you know, she wants to play soccer and get into some sports. So I got her out there, and I just want to be on in the record as I'm not one of the coaches. I should be, however, I'm going record as saying that. And if what after this first game, we'll see what happens. I may have to jump in. (laughs) My wife has been particularly unhappy with me at some of the practices. I, you know, I tend to, I don't know if you know this about me, but here's something, you know, I, I tend to, to voice my opinion and apparently, and I, they, my, I'm getting frowned upon doing that on the soccer field. Well, but perhaps I'll just take over the, you know, I'll help coach, not take over uh, bad phrasing. I'll just help assist, assist with the team. And perhaps they could, you know, do better. We'll see. I'm fired up. First game today. We'll see how she does. I have a feeling she's, you know, this is her first game. She's eight. So, you know, she's been out. We've been practicing. I think she still has some, uh, you know, field recognition issues. 
you know, where she's at on the field. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of bunch ball, group ball going on on the field instead of thinking ahead and passing out and running out. So, you know, she's got to realize that when the coach or me from the sideline say, break to the goal, that she needs to just stop where she's at, turn and go to the goal so that her teammate can pass it to her. Uh, but hey, that's just me. I, I, you know, maybe, maybe I should just sit on the sideline and watch the game and, you know, not assist the coach as a father saying break to the goal. But, you know, we'll see. She gets her field bearings out there. Then we'll, we'll be on top of the world, but I'm fired up anyway. (laughs) Break to the goal. The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show is on. Hello. Hello. How are you? As I'm scrolling through my Facebook page, I'm reminded of a classic little letter. Truth or not, truth or not. Oh, this is kind of funny. <laughs> uh, our teacher asked what my favorite animal was. I said, why, fried chicken. she said i wasn't funny but she couldn't have been right because everyone else laughed my parents told me always to tell the truth i did fried chicken is my favorite animal i told my dad what happened and he said my teacher was probably a member member of PETA. he said they love animals very much i do too especially chicken pork and beef anyway my teacher sent me to the principal's office i told him what happened and he laughed too Then he told me not to do it again. The next day in class, my teacher asked me what my favorite live animal was. I told her it was chicken. She asked me why. So I told her it was because you could make them into fried chicken. She sent me back to the principal's office. He laughed, told me not to do it again. I don't understand. My parents taught me to be honest. But my teacher doesn't like it when I am. Today... My teacher asked me to tell her what famous person I admire most. I told her, Colonel Sanders. Guess where I am now. (laughs) Uh, Probably not. uh, You know, obviously, can't be true, right? If it is, I love this kid. It's not true, but damn funny. Damn funny. All right, so according to the earthquake uh, website, there wasn't an earthquake, so maybe I did fall again. I don't know. But I did, uh, you know, I, I got the MRI on my shoulder, and apparently there's, you know, I don't know, all kinds of things wrong. My doc went down a list of what was wrong with my shoulder, and he started going down this list, and I, I just I just started laughing. He finished the list, and I went, so I guess that, that explains why it's sore, right? <laughs> yeah, that does. So, 
you know, now I've got to go see some surgeon and he's going to tell me. You know, I mean, surgeons, they don't tell you, oh, we're just going to massage it and make it feel better. They're surgeons. They cut. It's what they do. So the surgeon is going to look at it and go, yep, well, we need to get in there. Uh, it'll be fine. We'll get in there. I've done these a thousand times. We'll scrape this. We'll scrape that. We'll tie this. And uh, your arm will be in a sling for uh, three or four weeks. And then uh, you'll be uh, three or four weeks rehab. And then uh, it'll take about three months, but we'll get you back to normal after that. Uh, well, you just said two months. I know. So it'll be about five months total rehab. You know what I'm talking about. You just got done telling me you've had knee replacement surgery and you've had surgeries on your other knee. and So you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, I'm just playing the scenario in my head right now. It'd be agonizing. But I don't want to have the surgery, but I can't live like this. I mean, <laughs> I can't live like this. <laughs> my arm really hurts, okay? My shoulder aches. I can't hurt can't sleep. I can't lay on my side. I can't lift. You feel sorry for me yet? No? Okay. But, so, we'll let you know what's up with that. I'll keep you informed on what's up with my shoulder mishap. And it took one, and you know, I say little, but one fall. Right? I'm not thinking for a split second. That's all it takes, Jeff. Just a split second. One second, you're driving 65 miles an hour. The next second, you're into the embank. I got it just takes that second. You turn, you don't pick your foot up high enough. Concrete. Believe it. So ticked at myself. Something, uh, I think it's like full, full thickness tearing. We started going down this list. Full thickness tearing or retraction of a tendon. A medial dislocation of the bicep tendon. I got it written down here now. I have to find it exactly. I was trying to remember what the heck it is. Let me find it. All right. I called him back. <laughs> I called him back. I said, okay. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you uh, running down the list and telling me what's wrong with my shoulder and everything, but I stopped listening right when you first started. So just tell me what. Did you go down the list again? Well, so I can actually know what you said. And he's just, I could tell he's just shaking his head like, oh my God. Why do I even deal with this guy? Full thickness tearing or retraction of a tendon. Uh, the medial dislocation of a bicep tendon. I had those two right. Uh, mild arthritis. Mild arthritis. I've got arthritis growing in my every joint in my body. Moderate joint infusion. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. With fluid. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, mild edema, muscle strain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's not bad. That's only five things. Eh, I'm going to be fine. It's only five things. You kidding me? <laughs> don't, don't. Well, I'm just. I'm gonna have to move to uh, some place where there's. That's why. That's why people move to the south, right? I'm here. I'm already here. They want warm weather. They can't live in the cold anymore. They can't live in the cold anymore. I was looking at this. Uh, the best places for housing in the country, and the top three. The top three, North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wyoming. 
Those, those are four. The top, those are the top four. Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota. What do these four things have in common? Winter. No kidding. They're the best states for homeowners. You can get a house for nothing. Why? Winter. Now, there are those in my family that would, you know, prefer winter. I am not in that part of the family. I want to be places where it's nice out. You know, like the top 10 places, but top weather places in the in the country. At Los Angeles, Honolulu, and those two. I mean, come on. You're not going to live there. Million dollars worth of taxes. You got you to make $8 million a year to live in a two-bedroom, one-bath. Kill Devil Hills, North Carolina. You probably got to make you know eight million dollars a year to live in the guest house of one of those beach houses along Devil's Hills, Asheville, North Carolina. Gorgeous, gorgeous Asheville, North. I love Asheville, North Carolina. One of my favorite places in the country. And if you drive just not far from there, you go up to Boone, which is one of the high points uh, there in the Great Smokies. I, it's beautiful, gorgeous. I could live there. Heartbeat, heartbeat live in Asheville, North Carolina. And in fact, at one point we were going to move there. Uh, and then, uh, there was a thing called, uh, employment. And so <laughs> never did make it to Asheville, uh, Prescott, Arizona. That's a retirement, huge community and Arizona. I don't know. Arizona, eh. Key West, Florida. Got, I love Florida. Lo- Got to love Florida. Right. And Key West is, you know, you're starting to get down there. You know, it's quite a, if there's storms coming, you got to get out. You're not staying there. Some of the places in Florida, at least you can, you know, board up and feel fairly safe. But Key West, not you're, you're done. Uh, Austin, Texas, you know, not far from here. Beautiful, right? Best weather in the country, Austin, Texas. They don't mention San Diego on this list. Wilmington, Delaware. Wilmington, Delaware, shut up. Denver, Colorado, shut up. Those two, forget it. Athens, Georgia, gorgeous. Gorgeous. The northern part of Georgia, oh my gosh. Just beautiful. The foothills of the Smokies, beautiful. You live anywhere up in there. But once again, when you said that's, uh, you know, that's up there and you start heading toward Asheville, you start heading to the, you know, the, uh, the western side of south and north Carolina up into the Smoky Mountains. You have to be able to find a job. And then you can find a job and work, but you have to be able to maybe, maybe find a job that'll pay you two bucks an hour instead of one. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show, The Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 
888-900-3393 is the phone number. Plenty of broadcast programming left for you on the Blaze Radio Network today. Right after this broadcast, Mike Opelka with Pure Opelka. Andrew WK with America WK. Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Paggs, all your Saturday lineup on the Blaze Radio Network. And uh, for Pure Opelka, now I can't, you know, obviously I can't promise anything because it's just stuff I hear in the hallways, rumors. But rumor has it that today you may have the opportunity to win uh, stove burner covers, the Pure Opelka stove burner covers. Now, I don't know if it's going to be, you know, the big ones where they cover two two at a time or if it's the single ones that cover the, you know, each burner separately. But, you know, that's quite that's a good gift right there. And hopefully, you know, if you don't have gas burners, then, you know, you're good to go. (laughs) If you have gas burners, just go ahead and give it a shot. See what happens. No, don't do that. Don't do that. From our uh, stupid crime file. Stupid crime file. Private detective caught a man's wife having sex. The man said, hey, I think my wife's cheating on me. I'm going to hire you. I want you to follow around and find out. Find out if it's true or not. Private detective finds out that man's wife having sex with his own teenage son. How would you like to be that private detective? Or the son, for that matter. Husband found his wife naked in bed with her own father. Then stabs him and steals the car. Huh? The husband comes home, finds the wife naked in bed with her own father. Stabbed him, steals the car. Apparently, you know, the father-in-law just got out of prison. They were out partying. You know, look, you you start partying. The next thing you know, you're passed out naked in a bed. Nothing happened. Nothing happened at all. It's just, it happens, right? Right. I mean, how many times in your life? Seriously, how many times in your life? Have you gone out partying and the next thing you know, you're just naked in bed. Your father-in-law. <laughs> Actually, it was her dad and it was his father-in-law. Anyway, anyway, nothing happened, okay? It was just partying and we just ended up naked in the bed. And from Virginia in our stupid crime file, Woman has sex with unconscious man in a parking lot. The woman says, hey, I guess I was just in the mood. In the parking lot of a shopping center was just in the mood. And the good thing about this couple is that they were not ashamed of it. And they were interviewed by a local news reporter. And here's what they had to say happened in this parking lot. The woman was charged with being drunk in public. I asked her today, why the middle of a parking lot? Why the middle of the day? She told me she was in the mood. Because I was in the mood. And I mean, that's basically what happened. What got you in the mood? Alcohol. From tipsy to frisky. Kimberly Jackson is blaming alcohol for this. It landed her in jail, charged with drunk in public. Did you think you wouldn't get caught? The alcohol made me think that I, that I wouldn't. No, that wouldn't. Alcohol made me. I'm not into, you know, erotic 
public sex or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no. But no. that's what you did yesterday, though. I know. And that was all the alcohol. Police say her boyfriend was unconscious, but he says he was just passed out from drinking. I'm sitting here trying to clear her name, letting her know I can sit there with But why in the middle of the day, in the middle of a parking lot? Everyone wants to be spontaneous. Not being disrespectful to you, have you ever been spontaneous? <laughs> Not that spontaneous. Okay, but, well, okay. but you see my point. Is something like this going to happen again? No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, police say she could be facing more charges, know. but her boyfriend says he doesn't plan to file any because he gave consent. Live in Norfolk, Gabriella DeLuca, News Channel 3. That is great. We've got to rewind that back to where not being disrespectful to you. I will have to hear that ending part again. And he, the boyfriend, she says no. The boyfriend, hey, I can't, uh, can't say it's not going to happen again. Uh, I can't say it. Uh, you know, Kimberly. Kimberly. Not being disrespectful to you, have you ever been spontaneous? <laughs> Not that spontaneous. Okay. Oh, okay, but, okay, but, but you, you get my point. Is something like this going to happen again? No. No, Kimberly, no. I don't know. Earl Palmer, I don't know. That's good. That's good. That is great. Earl Palmer, I don't know. Not being disrespectful to you, Earl, but you ever been spontaneous? Not that spontaneous. Well, okay, you get my point. (laughs) This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Plenty of broadcasting left during this program and others on the Blaze Radio Network today. Michael Pelka, Puro Pelka coming up right after this broadcast. Then Andrew WK, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Paggs. That's your Saturday lineup. My gosh. I mean, that's a Saturday in itself. Don't need to go anywhere else. That's for darn sure. Then right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Sunday, David Barton. Jackie D, Billy Handel, Gun Talk, Hollywood 360. There's a Sunday for you. And then Monday through Friday, you got Doc and Skip. Some guy named Glenn Beck. Some guy named Buck Sexton. Some guy named Jay Severin. A couple of guys named Pat and Stu with some other dingleberry on the show. Oh, wait, that's me. Monday through Friday, right there on the Blaze Radio Network. So why do you go anywhere else? That's what I thought. You don't. Good. All right. The future. The future. The future is now. So, nice of the FDA to approve a smart pill finally. What do you think? Nice? Yes. Yes. And what's good is that what happens now is they can put a little chip in your pill and you swallow it. And then once it gets in your tummy, 
and then it alerts, it goes whoop, and then it transmits a signal to your tablet, and it lets you know that you took your that you took your medication. And not only does it go to your tablet, but it can go to your doctor's computer, and your doctor will see that you're taking your medications or not taking your medications. That's perfect. And they want to do that because, look, people, all patients don't take medications the way they're supposed to. So we need to make sure that you're doing that. And we need to make sure that adherence to prescriptions happens. It's a serious matter. So you take your pill with a chip in it. You hear me? And then this chip it will just go away. Okay, it'll just disappear. Uh-huh. But really it will because it's just made of small amounts of copper and magnesium. And then after it's ingested and interacts with your digestive juices and produces the voltage that will be go ahead and be read to your computer and your doctor's computer and also sent to your phone or whatever other computer you want it sent to, then it will just go away. Okay. And you'll also be able to detect the rest of going on with your body, too. So we can take a look and see if you're responding or not. Okay? Then never mind that we're going to, we've been practicing having, putting stuff in your body to stay there to let you know. Okay, we're going to give you a chip to be in your body and we'll let you know. Uh, you're about ready to have a heart attack. We go ahead and sit down, please. Um, you probably shouldn't have that. It could send you over the edge for diabetes. Put the cake down. Oh, somebody's calling me. Oh no, it's just my digital pill. Stop eating. Oh no, it's just my digital pill. You've had too much soda today. Can't wait. Can not wait. And they've already, I mean, I know that they, I think they've made it illegal now, but maybe it shouldn't be. I mean, we had the bracelets, right? You wear the little bracelets for the medic alerts and you have the little, you know, help I've fallen, I can't get up and you have the alarm companies, but they started not long ago. I remember reading where they would put uh, medical information on a chip in uh, Alzheimer's patients. So that if they were found wandering around, you know, the chip was there. Boop. Oh, this is Bill, and he doesn't know where he's at, and he's got all this wrong with him, so we need to take care of him. I mean, I don't know that that sounds like a bad thing. That's the way it starts, Jeff. That's the way it starts. It's all for good, and then it turns into bad. Okay. So don't believe. Don't believe them. Don't do it. Now, how cool is this also? GoPro, now selling 16-camera virtual reality rig. Now, this is what I've been talking about. The GoPro is is in a circle, a little 16-camera circle, so it's carrying, you know, 360 degrees. But this is what they, I'm telling you, this is what they've been, this is like a small version of going into a room and having cameras on every part of the wall, ceiling, each wall all the way around, filming with each one of those cameras, and then being able to go inside of that after it's done filming, whatever you filmed, 
take a guess at which ones are going to be first. Yeah, of course. Uh, no, no, I know what you were thinking. I know what you were thinking. You were thinking that it was going to be pornography, right? <laughs> well, well, you know, maybe, but I'm thinking that it'll be a, you know, this is the Ohio River. Let's take a trip down the Mississippi. Here is the beautiful Smoky Mountain Trail, the Blue Ridge Parkway. I mean, that, that'll be where they, you know, it'll be all nature and nature and porn. It's unbelievable. But that is real. Think about it. If you walk into the room and you film something in a room with, you know, how many ever cameras you're going to take. I mean, that's a huge amount of cameras. But then being able to go in and watch what was filmed through different cameras. So you'd be able to enjoy the same scenes from different angles, you know, how many, how many ever angles there are. So, I mean, it's actually fascinating and really cool. Okay, but GoPro's got their 16 out. And if you want the Marriott Hotels, I mean, in New York and London, they're debuting their virtual reality headsets and head- headphones. 24-hour loan in the room. No problem. Hello. Welcome to the Marriott. You're in room. You're in suite 455. Would you like our virtual reality headset? Um, yes. The trip you can take now is we're calling the virtual reality postcards. Okay. Who's in it? No, we're going to take you through Chile's Andes Mountains. And we'll take you through Beijing Streets. What do you think? And we'll go to a Rwandan ice cream shop. When you think of virtual reality headsets and virtual reality postcards, what do you think of? I think of, boy, if I'm at the Marriott in New York, I want to spend some time with my virtual reality headset and go through a Rwandan ice cream shop. Shut up. I mean, we all know what they're for, okay? Can we stop playing around? Please. Okay, so, you know, okay, so for the first, you know, two-week trial, it's going to be, wow, did you see that Rwandan ice cream shop? Wasn't that fascinating? Yeah, it sure was. Maybe we should go through the Rwandan, I don't know, hooker shop. I think we all know. I mean, come on. You're going to check into a hotel for the, you know, we could take a look at the hustle and bustle of Beijing streets. Yeah, that sounds great. Fall right asleep. So anyway, the uh, V room service from uh, Marriott uh, Hotels is now there for you for a two-week trial. Good to go. Yay. Yay. I mean, everybody, look, the Los Angeles Philharmonic is doing it, uh, trying to uh, engage a new audience with virtual reality and, and combining, you know, 
all kinds of new technology with some of the old to make people watch. I mean, it's part of the deal, right? Um, the virtual reality is here. It's now. It's just got to get, you know. We've got to find a, I mean, did you do your homework? Did you watch Surrogate yet? Good. Because now you know what I'm talking about. Okay. That's that's coming. And that's we are so close to that. So if you haven't watched it yet, if you haven't, done, if you haven't completed your homework from this broadcast, and you have not watched it yet, watch it this week. Okay? Surrogate. Bruce Willis. And then, of course, we've got the news from uh, Apple that they're researching on a sign language to be able to change TV channels. I mean, not that. Why, why sign language? Really? Come on. You're going to make me learn sign language? Can't I just swipe my hand, please? How about this? How about I can click my TV to hand signals and I can swipe my hand and it goes to the next channel? Swipe, swipe, swipe. If I go right, it goes up. If I go left, it goes down. If I go up, it gets louder. If I go down, it shuts off. How about this? Can we do that? Instead of having for me to try to figure out, hey, this is A, and this, I, this, these fingers mean B. And then I want to go to C, H, A, N, N. No. I want to swipe, or I just want to tell it. Okay? Voice recognition is getting much better. The voice recognition software is getting really, really good. So I want to. I should be able to just say channel three fifty five, and it goes there, please. And it goes there faster than if I just have my kid sitting there with the remote going, telling the kid to change the channel. <laughs> uh, apparently, that's voice command you're not supposed to use. But that's a voice command I love to use. Just sit there with the remote. Don't don't talk. Just sit there with the remote. All right, go go to channel three fifty five. All right, channel four. Back. Back. Stop. Stay there. Turn it up. Ah, turn it down. Mute it. I don't want I got to talk. Well, that's what you need, right? You need the voice command, and you want the television to be just like the kid sitting there with the remote on the stool being your voice command. That's what you want. That's where we need to be at. That's the, that's the command I want. When we're there, I'll buy your stinking TV. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show. Okay, so during the break, I'm going through some of my, you know, I want to get a little celebrity updates, celebrity news. You know, like my girl Vanessa Williams is returning to Miss America. I love Vanessa, and you know, it's been 30 years since she's been Miss America. She had taken away from her, bastards. For she does a, she does a, she does a little nude spread in penthouse, and the whole thing goes to hell for her. I mean, come on. So anyway, she's back. She's had a great career. Ha, ha, ha. And it paid off for her to do the 
do the do the nude spread. And uh, then I'm looking at Keith Richards. He's telling his kids, "Hey, snort my ashes. I'm good with it." <laughs> I love Keith. He is fantastic. Now, apparently, the way this the reason this started is because he said in an interview uh, a few years ago that he snorted his dad's ashes. I just mixed up my dad's ashes with some cocaine and did them. I'm still alive. I'm good. Now, he claims that was a joke. He was just saying that's how much his dad meant to him, and that was a joke, and uh, he spread his ashes somewhere. But he said, I told my kids they can snort me if they want. Now, he's Mr. Mister saying he's kicked all the drugs now, right? He fell out of some palm tree in Fiji, and now he's off the drugs. Now, most people fall out of a palm tree and get on drugs, so maybe it's true. Maybe it's true. But he's got a new Netflix thing coming up, a Netflix documentary called Under the Influence. And I think he's probably got a new solo album coming out. I mean, it's come on, it's Keith Richards. 71. 71. His quote to his kids, ah, I gave him permission to snort my ashes. Hell, I'll give him the straw. <laughs> come on, that's funny. But I'm looking, okay, so we got Keith Richards, a new Netflix documentary coming out. However, there's a new Netflix original series called Narcos. Why am I not watching this? Oh, my gosh. Why am I not watching this? It's the true story of the uh, the, the, the drug lords. Come on. I know. I've, you know, it's got to, I mean, there's, it's probably, it's a really big guy show. Okay, so just remember, it's a big guy show. We're talking about the drug cartels. That means drugs, sex, murder. My kind of show. So anyway, uh, why? Well, I, I mean, weird. I got new episodes of Narcos to watch. Thank you. I'm about time I got something new to watch. I'm dying watching these stupid NBC shows. What am I doing? Agonizing. No, seriously. I mean, what am I? What am I doing? That's what I'm asking. I'm asking what I'm doing. You don't know that. All right, you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA or uh, Facebook uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, my new Facebook page, Jeff Fisher Radio. Go and like the page. Okay, do that. Uh, Michael Pelka coming up right after this broadcast. I uh, told you earlier uh, that I had uh, inside information, and I don't know how good it is. Uh, but it's just a you know helpful hint. You may have the possibility to win uh, stove burner covers today, stunt brain stove burner covers. And you know, like I said, I don't know that that's my inside information. Might not be right. That might could be hundred percent you know wrong. But it's possible that you could uh, you could win that today. And boy, isn't that exciting! I mean, who doesn't want to? Who doesn't want to win? Stove burners, right? Right. Of course. Doesn't want to wear stove burners. I'm looking at some of the headline stories. You've got Jerry Brown's letter to Carson uh, on uh, climate change. I can't take these people. I don't even know if I want to read, really. I, I, don't, I don't think I can. You know, it was 9-11 yesterday. I know it was 9-11. 14 years. It was so sick. You know, every year I think I'm over it. And then every year we play the we we play the audio and I see the audio and I see the video and it comes back just like it was yesterday. It's been 14 years already. Wow, amazing! And it just you know I know it's 9/11 and it's just 
it's sad and it's horrible. And why are we still fighting the Stingleberries? I have no idea. I have no idea. And you know, I know, I know, I know, I know. We got the you know the Iran and the nuclear power and the GLP, and we're fighting and Obama and the world and ISIS. I can't take it. And I know that that's part of the problem, is that many, many people are in that frame of mind of, I can't take it, I just want to go about my day. And while I agree with that, and I understand it, more than you know, more than you know, I understand it. But somewhere, somewhere, we got to know that we got to step up. Right? You got to make a choice. You got to make a choice. So, anyway, Jerry Brown sends his stupid letter to Carson. And uh, I, I didn't want to read it on his climate change. You know what Jerry Brown's going to say. It's real and the world is burning, okay? And if you don't believe it, you're you're wrong. You're wrong, okay? Climate change denier hater you're wrong we're right we know it do you jerry do you can't take it and another story college ruled republican students couldn't plant american flags to remember 9-11 victims uh i think not i think not This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. All right, so the fat shaming video. Comedian Nicole Arbor. Right? Uh, All right, so I admit I didn't watch the whole thing. I promise I'll watch it today because uh, my wife said it was stupid. My wife watched it, said she couldn't take it. It was really dumb. So I thought, okay, well, I don't need to watch it. Then it's just some stupid fat shaming video. Hey, you know, and I got it. It was, you know, hey, fat people, it's your fault, whatever. I, I mean, I, I got it. I'll watch it, and some of it, some of it will be funny. And you know, as a as a proud fat American, it doesn't bother me. Okay, it's okay. I make jokes about myself. Why can't she? And you know, so and she uses some some foul language. Boy, I hate that. I don't want people to use foul language. I want to be the word police. Stop it. So, okay, so uh, then she loses her gig. The people, her chore- some choreography job that she had uh, said, oh, that video is unacceptable. We can't have you working for us. Well, that's up to them, I guess. Right? I mean, it's okay. I can beat up on them and say, hey, you're dumb. But really, it's up to them. It's their business. It's their company. They can do what they want. I got whatever. You don't want her working for you. You don't have to have her working for you. I got it. But YouTube pulls her channel down. YouTube pulls her channel down. 
YouTube, you are agonizing. No gatekeepers. That's the whole point. Their Google YouTube owner. The whole point. Oh, people. And so now she got, uh, apparently she got an email saying it's violating its terms. Uh, That's it. Uh Uh-huh. Well, YouTube did not respond to any requests uh, for this particular story from uh, KTLA. Uh, Yeah, I bet. No kidding. Uh, Amazingly, uh, her YouTube channel is back up now, though. Huh. Funny how that happened. You mean they pulled it down and then people went, what are you doing? People get to complain about the, if you don't like it and you call YouTube or Google, first of all, if you're one of those people, you need to maybe reassess who you are. Okay? If you actually watch a video and get so upset that you call Google. I don't even know how to call Google. You could you Google, you email Google, dear Google. Google at Google.com. Hey, you guys own YouTube. And that fat shaming video, she's really mean. And she says the F word probably. I couldn't, after I watched it eight times, it really made me mad. Okay. If you're one of those people, reassess your life. That having been said, YouTube. Stop it. No gatekeepers. That's the point. Here's an idea. Watch something on YouTube, and if you don't like it, don't watch it again. Then it won't be made again because nobody else will watch it. How do people attempt to make money on YouTube? I know. Get clicks on their channel. Yes. That's the way it works. Huh. Amazing. Agonizing. Now and I'm gonna now I'm gonna have to go watch it because of that, and I didn't want to watch it because it was you know I got it. It's gonna be fat jokes and it's your fault. And if you and if, and if you lose weight because you got to watch this video and I shamed you into losing weight, good for you. Ah, uh, okay. And you play a role in the obesity crisis, not the real people. It's not the spoon's fault you're fat. Ha, ha, ha. If it's the spoon's fault, then I guess it's the pencil's fault when you spell something wrong. Ha, ha, ha. I got it. Okay. Agonizing. But it's what you wanted. You let Google buy it, and you said, hey, it's okay. Google, the real gatekeeper. All right. So I teased on my uh, on my show tease on uh, Twitter and Facebook that uh, could turn into the Riddler. So we took uh, the quiz earlier today, the, the science quiz on theblaze.com. And uh, many people uh, tweeted me, I got 12 out of 12, I got 12 out of 12, you are stupid. I want your Twitter account canceled. I'm calling Twitter. Call me stupid. I got one wrong, okay? One stupid magnifying glass thing wrong. And I won't admit that I got, I actually, I meant to click the right answer and I clicked the wrong answer. So there, how about that? 
Yeah. Well, here's riddles for you. Okay, see how smart you are now, science quiz people. Okay, here's some riddles for you. See if you can figure them out. You ready? How many riddles do I have here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten riddles. Right? Ten. It looks like we've got ten riddles here. Okay. Ten riddles. See how you do. You ready? I'll take your word for it. How good you did. Okay? What has to be broken before it can be used? What has to be broken before it can be used? What has no beginning and or middle? What has no beginning and or middle? What has many keys but can't even open a single door? What has many keys but can't even open a single door? What has holes but holds water? Now, I suppose I should be giving you the answers right away, right? Because you're already looking on the computer now trying to figure out what the answers are. Then you're going to lie to me. I got all 10. I'm smarter than you. I'll give them to you at the end. Okay? What has holes but holds water? What has four legs, a head, and leaves? What invention lets you look right through a wall? What has a tongue, cannot walk, but gets around a lot? Many have heard me, but nobody has seen me. And I will not speak back until spoken to. What am I? Paul is six feet tall, works at a butcher shop, and wears size nine shoes. What does he weigh? The person who makes it has no need for it. All right. You ready? See how you did? All right. Number one. What has to be broken before it can be used? An egg. What has no beginning and or middle? A donut. What has many keys but can't even open a single door? A piano. What has holes but holds water? A sponge. What has four legs, a head, and leaves? A dining room table. What invention lets you look right through a wall? A window. What has a tongue, cannot walk? but gets around a lot. A shoe. Many have heard me, but nobody has seen me. And I will not speak until spoken to. What am I? An echo. Paul's six feet tall, works in a butcher shop, and wears size nine shoes. What does he weigh? Meat. The person who makes it has no need for it. A coffin. I got all 10 right. How about you? 
This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Ah, welcome to it. Michael Pelka, Puro Pelka, coming up right after this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA or Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Facebook.com, Jeff Fisher Radio. Just go there and like that page, okay? How does this happen? Every so often, this stupid story makes the rounds. And it kind of, I, I don't, I, you know, it talks about. The top 10 careers with the most psychopaths is your job on the list. And every time media, radio, TV, we have the most psychopaths, really? CEOs, lawyers, salespeople, surgeons, journalists, police officer, clergy, chefs, civil servants, and media, radio, TV. Hey, come on. Come on. And according to uh, Earth Track uh, twack Tracker, uh, there was no earthquake this morning in Dallas so far, or they haven't registered it. So, what did I feel this morning? I don't know. Perhaps I'm feeling things that aren't there. It is football season again. Yay! College football, NFL, they're all back. Fired up about that. You know what else is back this week? Okay, well, not this Walking Dead. Okay, it's the new one. It's Fear of the Walking Dead. It's the new one. Now, they've had two episodes. It took last week off. And so we talked to you about the first episode, and we thought it was kind of uh, eh. Now, Aaron Hernandez, who uh, is one of the uh, producers of this broadcast uh, in New York, uh, he and I usually put together a podcast for the uh, original Walking Dead. Uh, so you can, you know, we a little talking Walking Dead every week to re- kind of recap what happened. So, Aaron. Yes. You made it through the second episode of Fear of the Walking Dead. <laughs> I did. Certain people uh, did it. And your thoughts? I liked it. Oh, uh, I thought it was a lot better. Oh boy, you're giving in, aren't you? It's it's starting to flow. It's you're starting to flow. In. People are dying, and I'm happy. All right. Well, they, they saved the fat kid. They did save the fat kid. And I'm, I'm very happy. I'm excited about the fat kid. I think he's going to play a good part. No fat shaming. All love. Oh, there's no, no fat shame. I was a little disappointed. Now, uh, you know, they uh, they actually, you know, we've got new people involved now. And hopefully some, someone in this family is someone I care about because I haven't really wrapped my arms around anyone yet. I mean, I kind of like the fat kid, but I just, you know, I got to like somebody. Yeah. You it, know, just because just the fat kid and I are, you know, <laughs> fat on, fat one-on-one with the fat doesn't mean I have to like them. <laughs> Linked at the hips. <laughs> um. We had, you know, very disappointing too is that uh, the fat kid and the mom are at the school and they have to kill their first walker. Yeah, that was which I thought was which I thought was fascinating. But one of the things that they have to learn is that they killed their first walker, but they forgot the food. Yeah, and they I was forgot like, the what food. Are you thinking? What are you doing? You what are you thinking? What are you doing? So they're. I mean, I know they're new at it. It's also interesting to see how hard they they are to kill because they're not decomposing. 
Did you did you notice that? Oh, like it right. took them a while. Yeah, they got to go down because they're not there's they're still fresh. Yeah, they're fresh. So that was pretty interesting to see that. I, I felt bad for the principal. Uh, doesn't he look like Obama? Am I the only one that thinks he looks like Obama? Who? The principal. Oh, the principal. Yeah, 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 kind of. A little bit, right? I guess kind of, yeah. Um, I felt bad, but that that was cool to see that. So uh, overall, I mean, I, I, I dug the episode. I thought it was a good episode. All right. Well, uh, episode three better win me. Because uh, I'm, I'm fading fast. Are you? Even the riot scene didn't do anything for you? Uh, Nothing on the riot uh, scene? So what do you think is going to uh, go down here? In the I next don't know. Episode? I'm fading fast. We're, I, you know, they're trying. I know. Look, I know what they're doing. I got it. You know. I mean, I understand the premise, and it's just maybe because we're so far ahead in the other one. Yeah. Now we're back to the very beginning again, and we, you know, in in my mind, I'm so far past this point. You know, this point has already happened. Yeah. And we're already so far past this in the original series. That it's like, I, you know, I don't know that I want to go back. What are we doing here? I don't want to go back. It's time to keep moving forward. I'm excited to see the dynamics of actually everything just falling apart and seeing how everything. That's true. Uh, you know, collapse. Uh, but I don't know if they're going to really go into that. I think they're, they're going to start really developing these characters and not really go on the I overall know. theme of, of the apocalypse. I know. And that's kind of disappointing. Because I'd like to kind of see that, uh, you know, I'd like to see more of the, I love the the news reports and the radio yeah, reports. Yeah, it's super cool. And uh, I love all the, because, you know, we're the one, we're the, we're the guy that's there, you know. Yeah. Ah, it's possible this could be bad, but probably not. Hey, let me tell you about the guy and the lady that had sex <laughs> in the parking lot. That's us. Don't worry. Thank you. That's what that's I'm us. saying. That's what I'm saying. Just, I, yeah, I know. I know. There's people <laughs> getting sick and killing people, but hey. What about that guy that found his wife in bed with his father? Boy, isn't that funny. That was spontaneous. Uh, <laughs> let me add, no disrespect to you. No disrespect but, to you. Know, but spontaneous. spontaneous? <laughs> <laughs> All right, week three this week. Hey, does anyone ever... Ever tell you that you look good yet today? You've been up all day listening to the broadcast. Anybody tell you you look good? No? Well, you do. Doggone it, you look great. You look fantastic. Except you're not really going to wear that thing all day, are you? Ooh. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.